I see you all the time. What's your name? Not Saturday. Uh, they say I never write love songs. So, I dedicate this to you. I looked at my phone discouraged. I spent my free time jumping between wanting to be in love and staying the hell away from it. This one was the latter. He was a writer too, too smooth for his own good. His text read, tell me something I can't find on the internet. I bet your hair would tell me stories if you'd let me run my hands through it. The way I'm feeling determines how I read a text. On an off day, this would come off as corny and annoying. Today, I felt like playing the game. I replied, and you'd hear lies for the kinks that call by way of sugarcane and guava generations before I existed are silenced under my insecurities. Some black boy put his nose in my neck while I lay bare and asked me when I was going to put that afro shit to rest. Damn, so you rock a weave then? Sometimes, it depends on the weather, how I'm feeling, what brother I'm dating. See, that's the problem. You need to stop dating boys and start dating men. I smiled. Well, find me one. Today, I was too tired to put up a fight. Men love to tell women why they are still single. It's like they got a PhD in the evaluation of black women flaws. They're writing books on it now. I'm gonna tell you how to find love even though I ain't found it looking asses. I listen in on living room conversations. Men that graduated from HBCUs and the like pontificating about sisters that do too much. These same black men took mandatory courses on our burden. How we slung our men and babies across our backs to freedom. Put our bosoms on the front lines of civil rights only to be greeted by the pummel of batons. Balls our acrylic nails into our palms while raising fists and still think that we are the problem. It's as if we've never been a solution. I sink my teeth into the rhetoric of brothers who made it into the world via a black ass womb, kiss the foreheads of their rich soil colored baby sisters and still tweet, y'all better get it together cause these snow bunnies, Latinas, Asians, these other honeys, these anything that we stereotypically think doesn't kink, cuss beautifully intimidate like you, these, these, these intersectional women who are also suffering from patriarchy and bleeding too are going to wear the scars I give them differently. But I digress. I stared out of the window of my controversial app requested ride, knowing I needed to get home but feeling guilty that I'd probably just given dollars to a white supremacist. I said good evening to the driver whose car smelled like cardamom and lilac and skipped over black ice when I spotted the man that lived next door. I was tipsy and turned after a New Year's party. New Year's ain't the same when you're almost 30. Avoiding the club, I made my way to a friend's gathering that seemed to be filled with singles that just didn't want to spend the night alone. Most of us didn't know one another, so after the ball dropped and everyone gave well wishes, we all made an uncomfortable exit. The host, standing next to a case of unopened champagne, led us to the door with a faux smile and a slam of the door. I didn't feel guilty. I spent the year doing everything for everyone. I promised that this year would be different, even if it was only 12.15. The man next door was getting out of a car nearby and switching seats with a woman who'd been on the passenger side. She kissed him and took his place took off speeding down our unusually quiet street. Everyone else must have still been partying. Everyone except for him. Another one of his conquests on his building steps and me. I recognized both women. The woman who was speed... The woman who sped away was usually here earlier in the week and the young woman on the steps was usually around towards the end of the week. There were other women in between too. The man next door walked over to his steps and his closer to the weekend woman stood up with her hands and her hips. I fumbled with my key at the door because I wanted to see what was about to go down. It seemed as though she'd spotted the girl in the car. She seemed calm and collected, but her brow was furrowed and I knew she'd go off at any moment. I wanted to see this. 
He finally got to the steps and looked at her confounded. What are you doing here? I wanted to talk and I need... Yeah, it's cool. I have to throw some things out. Here's the key. Go inside. Was that her? <laughs> yes, that was her. We just got back from a party and she's got to get up early. Uh, why am I telling you this? Didn't we... I know, I know. I'm going inside. He started to take the garbage out of the section that held it in front of the house and place the bags on the sidewalk. He seemed worried about what would happen next and I shook my head at his dedication. We barely spoke to one another, but I felt like I knew the type of guy he was. Had all of his women under control, master manipulator, the kind that always seems to be fighting themselves. I finally put my key in and snickered at the thought. Hmm. Something funny? No, but have a great evening. Ah, uh, you didn't think they knew about each other, huh? His question caught me off guard, but I didn't let it show. No, I did not, <laughs> but that's not my business. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I see you all the time. What's your name? <sighs> Not Saturday.